Welcome to the Business Reboot Podcast. We're here to pull back the curtain of entrepreneurship and help you fall in love with the business of your business. We know every step forward is a chance to be more aligned and purpose, grow businesses that create impact, and live the lives we work so hard for. Sometimes all you need is a reboot to get started. Hello, friend, and we are so excited to serve you today with another episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. Today's podcast is all about marketing magic. Are you here for the tea? Are you here for the team? But first, we want to tell you who sponsored today's podcast. So today's podcast is sponsored by Website Workshop by Brightlime.co. Does your website need a little work or maybe a lot of work? Could you use some direction on how to make your website feel like home for your clients and prospects? Then you need to be a part of the Website Workshop in January 2023, hosted by our friend and fellow creative Liz of Brightline.co. We will be joining Liz in Waco, Texas to help you establish dynamite about me pages, utilize branding images, and build out sites that you are so proud to put your name on. This workshop is hands-on and in-person with limited space, and we would love to see you there. For more information, go to Brightline.co backslash workshop. That's B-R-I-T-E-L-I-M-E dot co backslash workshop. Look at God. We made it through. We made it through y'all. Today has been a doozy. Corey and I have recorded things about 973 times. And just when we think that we have got it, we do not got it. We do not got it. I literally mess up on the very last um, lettering of the sentence. And then she says a bad word and we don't want an E next to our name. So we have to erase it. And it's yeah. not good. <laughs> well, about that. About that. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> on brand, on brand. Okay, so I'm telling you. So here's the deal. We've got two caveats today. One, your girl over here has got a little bit of a snot nose. It's not COVID. It's not flu. <laughs> it's sinus pressure. And it's what happens when you live in Georgia where it's our fall. weather can't make up its mind and that's fall. all the things. Um, so if I sound a little bit like Babaditha Bedithan, that's why. The other <laughs> thing is that today Corey is putting the fun and functional medicine. <laughs> and if you hear a gurgle, it's just it's her just belly. My belly. Saying, it's totally fine. It's totally fine. Yeah. It's joining us today on this episode of the Business Reboot Podcast. It's totally fine. Today's so. episode is sponsored by Probiotics. No, yeah, okay. So, okay. So we are really excited to talk to you about marketing and messaging that is attracting people to your business. And here's the deal is it's either attracting the people that you want to serve or the people that you do not want to serve. Mm-hmm. And this is something that doesn't get talked about a ton. But there is such thing as a bad client for your business. doesn't mean that they're a bad person. It just means they are not a fit for you. And we want to talk about how your marketing will make or break the sale to people that you want to be attracted to your business so fast. It will, it will kill a sale to somebody that uh, you want to work with, and it'll invite people that you don't want to work with in, in a hot second. Right. And we talk to a lot or you hear a lot in business about like you're either attracting people or you're repelling people. Well, sometimes you might be attracting the people who aren't the exact right fit for the brand that you're building, for the offers that you're creating, or maybe you're making a pivot. And it's like, okay, so now my marketing and my messaging needs to, to change just a little as well. So we want to make sure that we talk through some of these things, some experiences that Melissa and I have had in this exact thing. Um, because if you're not careful, you will attract people who are just coming for the tea. And the tea meaning the discounts, the freebies, 
the gossip and connections, et cetera, like all, all the things that you're just like, mm. no, I'm here actually building a team and a community. Um, so the right marketing will bring in those loyal clients and create that community that you're wanting to build rather than just an audience. Right. The wrong marketing is going to feel like gossip and noise. And don't we have enough of that already? Like yeah. hard past to that hard past. Hard past. Right. So we want to talk about something that um, has been really impactful for the two of us, and that is distinguishing between. And when we're when we're talking about who you're talking to, who who is the one who is absorbing your marketing? So that could be on social media. It could be um, on your website. It could be in press, uh, any kind of print materials that you put out, any any kind of thing like you're either building an audience or you're building a community. And so let us first start by defining the difference between those two because an audience is there think about if you were in if you're in the school play okay i have some very <laughs> fun memories of being lucy and you're good man charlie brown and the Aww. audience loved me and it was a special time in my life it was really i felt like it was a high you know it was a high um but the, <laughs> the problem with that is one it's been a hot minute since I was in high school, so I can't base how I've grown my life and my business on one time an audience responding well to me. That's what happens is audiences are temporary and audiences will applaud you when you do well or they can throw tomatoes and boo you when you don't do well. And a community is much deeper and richer than that. A community is going to, they're the people who are going to be there if your dog gets hit by a car and you need to go fund me. They're the ones rallying right. around you to right. like, lay hands and pray and talk to you about all the things and be there to help support you. And those are the ones that are going to contribute to um, everything that you're putting out into the world. They're sharing it. They're, um, you know, cheering you on always. They've made themselves a part of your story and vice versa. Well, and I will say too, talking about, you know, they'll be sharing you. Even if you, they are not your ideal client, when they feel like they're a part of your community, they will share your talents and your gifts with the other people in their community that they love because they feel like they know, like, and trust you. So that is a huge part of community building um, because you're, you're, even if they're not, you're not speaking directly to them, they may know somebody who needs what you're offering. So focus on building that that community. Um, and actually, there are a couple of people that Melissa and I, as we were working on this podcast, we were thinking about like instant, that came like to our minds instantly. Carlos Whitaker uh, is on Instagram. Oh my gosh, I love him. I Familia. Insta Familia. I love him. And he has literally made his Instagram platform about community building. And there is such a buy-in. He even has merch. Like, I just, I love a man with some merch. <laughs> and like hats and t-shirts and like all the things. Hold on. Wow. We need to, I need to have a conversation with Kevin Frazier and just let him know he needs to get some merch. Just a little listen, by marriage. <laughs> listen, we, we already have a whole, let me just, a Google Doc full of merch ideas for Kevin Frazier. Like it's coming, it's there. Um, and some of the things, God bless, God bless him. But Carlos has just really done a very good job of building a community that is focused on impact and helping people. And it's an instant buy-in. I think the one of the first things that I saw him do was um, whenever he did, was it Tony, the piano player? That yes. oh, it was in the, I think it was the Atlanta airport. Um, and he did, you know, posted on Instagram, was like, let's leave Tony 
a tip and did uh, an account. I don't know if it was GoFundMe, but it was an account. And it like, was like so a Venmo many, and a Venmo. So many people flooded it. And it was like you were checking it every single hour to get updated on how much money was in there to donate and give to Tony. And so it's one of those things that that is true community because people um, will rally behind that purpose and that cause. Or maybe it's something like Tabitha Brown. Um, if you guys know her, she's on Instagram as well and has a vegan hair care line in Target. It's a phenomenal product. Well, she started out as this um, uh, like influencer, kind of Mm -hmm. like accidental influencer who um, was talking about going vegan and she was making like a BLT or something. And the way that she spoke of the food, the way that she interacted with the camera, one of her big Sticks was she was like it's my business so I don't you, you don't have to have an opinion because it's my business and it became mm-hmm. this household um, name for not just vegan food but for enjoying life and it was so right. cool to see her kind of claim or, or her to like rise to fame and popularity and now she has all these other endeavors that are great but people are flocking because they feel like a part of what she's doing they want to be and they want to have a hand in what she's doing. This summer, she launched a line that was just like a temporary line at Target of clothing. Mm-hmm. And one of the coolest things ever was seeing her share and repost people trying on pieces of clothing that had her name on them. And it was it was just neat. And that is that is the value of building a community. Corey and I actually both back in the day, because we've been at this for a hot, long minute, <laughs> um, <laughs> Rising Tide Society, when it first started, like very, very first started, mm-hmm. we were um, basically like street reps for Rising Tide Society. We each individually right. had our own communities in our towns and we would collectively bring together creatives to just have interaction and build community together. And that's like the basis of of just good marketing is building those skills where you're interacting with people and you're making them a part of your story. And so, you know, think about how um, your marketing, the things that you're saying, the way that you're selling, how it's building relationships. You know, one thing that um, Corey and I kind of giggle at a lot is that really beautiful things were birthed for us during the pandemic. We were Amen. able to keep our businesses going and um, it was wild. We were talking about this earlier about how, um, you know, I remember putting on a mask and meeting a family out in their front yard and they all had masks on too, but they wanted to get pictures. And so as soon as I'd pull out my camera, I'd be like, okay, go time. And then I would stand what, like 15 feet back and then we would shoot right. pictures with them. And it was like, they said, we don't care how we have to make it happen. We're going to make it happen. And we trust you enough to know that you're going to get the job done and then it's going to be awesome. And we want to keep working with you because that, especially like when everything first started, it was like, people knew that if you had a service job, like what we had, um, it, it was taking a huge hit, right? I mean, everybody's job took a hit, but this, the creative service industry halted completely. And so, um, you know, I think about how when you're, when you're marketing to people, when you're putting out information about your company, are you doing it based on the relationships that you're going to build? Are you doing it based on creating a table that people want to sit at and to be a part of? And if so, that's going to build a relationship that is long-term loyal. And these people are going to want to stick with you even in like really crazy, hard, difficult, weird times. Right. Well, and it's so funny that you talk about the pandemic and how we were shooting. You know, I have a similar situation where I have a senior team that we market and launch every year, like the end of their junior year for my high school seniors. And I thought, well, this is it. Like there won't be a senior team this coming year. And do you know that all those parents and kiddos were like, they were like 20 
20 some kids that year. And they were like, oh no, we're, we're going to figure out a way to make this happen. Like despite the uncertainties and the headaches that were happening in the world, they were like, no, no, no. We know that you're creative. We know that you're going to make this awesome. And we still want to be a part of it. We want to come to that table that you always create for high school seniors and parents. We want that experience, even if it looks different. And so that was a huge, um, just like an aha moment for me that no matter what, we have to be able to think on the fly. We have to be able to, you know, ideate, go back to the drawing board. How can I make this work? Because I had those people who were there um, with the buy-in of my brand and what I do for these kids. And so it was, it was really, we literally, I was telling Melissa earlier, I was like, we literally, that very first shoot, um, we met at the beach and the kids were all, um, given 15 minute spots. So every 15 minutes, another senior was coming and I was taking pictures of them. We were, you know, social distancing, of course, um, but it was outside. And then they did not get a group picture that very first shoot. And so a lot of them now, you know, are sophomores in college and, you know, they laugh and like, remember that first shoot we did, we weren't able to be together, but they still got to be a part of that experience. And then as things started to relax a little more, we had some more group type stuff, but you know, it was all about that relationship that I had built over the years. It right. Worked. You know, they, they say that, um, what is it? No publicity is bad publicity. <laughs> and, um, I hate that. I hate everything about that because yeah. I know it's true because just becoming a buzz, um, or having people know who, who you are is enough to help them recognize your brand. But I think it's so important that you are recognized for the really good things. I can tell you there have been brands that we have personally followed where, it feels like so much was destroyed just by having some bad press or, um, you know, they, they kind of paint pictures that are really negative and hard and nobody wants to opt into that. Right. Like that's not, right. that's not something that you're like, you know, sign me up for that. No, thanks. Hard pass. And so I think that, uh, if you are having people buy into the company that you're creating, buy into the way that you're serving and the products that you're making, like it hinges on how you want them to associate your name. And mm -hmm. if you're building that community, you want the the light, the the bright, the good, right? right. Because right. you want happiness, to look helpful. Joy. Right. Happiness. That's right. gonna that's gonna sell a lot better than negative, right? Um right. so and another thing, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I was say speaking of selling, um that was a perfect tie yeah. into our next point was show what you want to sell in your marketing. It doesn't mean that you're not doing other things, maybe more behind the scenes. So many of us have multi especially if you're creative, we have multifaceted businesses. We have to. And if the pandemic taught us nothing else, you need to have um, multiple offers. Melissa and I have also talked and talked about this before, but you need to have multiple offers um, going on in your business, multiple ways for people to work with you. But show what you're wanting to sell. Um, what is forward facing is the thing that you want to sell more of. And there may be certain seasons that you are marketing this offer or launching this product. And that's awesome. Show what you want to sell. I was I'm recently working with a real estate team. And, you know, she, when she came to me for planning out their branding stuff, she was like, I want to be known as one of the luxury, like we sell luxury um, houses on the Crystal Coast. And I was like, done. Then we need to make sure that that comes across in all of your brand visuals and you need to have that in all of your marketing. She was like, wow, I, I really didn't think about it. Like, show what you're wanting to sell. Right. And that brings us to like another point, And that is you have to remember to actually tell people it's for sale. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, a lot of times, and especially in social media, we can kind of get stuck in this inspire inspire, inspire stage. Uh -huh. And it becomes this wheel. And I say that as somebody who's guilty of it myself, where it's like, I just want to help people. I want to serve people. And we feel almost like our marketing and our language and 
conversations are spaghetti noodles that we are just throwing at the wall. And if they stick, then they're done. And if not, well, then we got to keep cooking them. And that's just not true. Like we have to sometimes go, I actually posted this today for my own coaching program. It's like, if you go 20%, I can go 80%, but I at least need you to move a little. And we have to be able to, to utilize that same kind of thought pattern when it comes to sales in general. Like we have to be able to tell people what it is that we're actually selling and, and tell them like creating offers that are going to open and close. Like people need to know what you're selling, how they can get access to it. They need to know, um, you know, the details of it and we can't get stuck just trying to soften what community means because community doesn't mean you're just pouring out all the time and it's rainbows and butterflies and, you know, we're just becoming friends. No, those are people who are going to also pick up shovels and dig holes with you. Right. If you, I mean, I don't know what job, would require that. But if it did, I know there will be people who will be like, I've got a shovel, I'm coming. Um, And I know that there are brands and companies that I'd be like, I'm in, bring my shovel. I'll bring my own gloves. It's fine. Yeah. And so telling them, telling them that, that your product and that your service is actually for sale in your marketing is so important because you would be so shocked at how many people don't do that. Right. Um, I think about commercials like, um, I don't know, old Navy always has really fun commercials at Christmas and it'll just be people dancing around and hopping around and Mm -hmm. having so much fun and they're decorating the tree. And at the end, it's very much like old Navy. Now here's the deal. We all know old Navy. We all know old Navy is a, a like giant, huge corporate brand. That's a part of a huge, uh, conglomerate of clothing stores. Right. We know that because we know their, their name, but they do not know that about me. So if I get around and I'm posting a video of me like dancing around in the street in some cute clothes, I'm not a clothing designer. People will be like, what is she, ma'am? I'm confused, <laughs> uh, um, ma'am. And so unless we have this huge global recognition where it can leave our marketing, can leave people going, what's happening? Or them going, yep, I got to get that now that I know it's for sale. Right. Well, and speaking of that, of the online space and you dancing in the street, for Uh-oh, no reason. going to go? <laughs> well, the current online and business space is so loud. It is so, so loud. There's so much that you are, um, I'm not going to say competing with in terms of like business competitors. I'm talking about just your marketing and your messaging and what you're posing. So many other people are doing it too. So I really think that, and Melissa and I have talked about this numerous times, nurturing relationships within the community that you're building is so important and should actually, our, our friend Ashley, um, who helps us coach on um, marketing is phenomenal at this and has taught Melissa and I so many awesome things about nurturing through your marketing and how that can be so impactful for your business versus just posting it out there and then you hope for the best. There's so much about those relationships that you're building in person and online. And I will also say that I think we have focused so much on the in the online space for so long that we've forgotten about how impactful your immediate personal, like in in your community that you can reach out and like go to lunch with, go to, you know, coffee with. Those relationships are super important for your business as well. And we've kind of let that go as like something we used to do. Um, but it's something that really we need to bring back. Right. Uh, uh, just a big shout out. It's Ashley Henry at the cheetah company.com. If you have marketing needs, like I'm just throwing it out here because she saves Mm -hmm. our tush all day. Yes, she does. I'm obsessed with her. It's really fine. Okay. So yes, uh, exactly what you were saying, Corey. Uh, and I don't remember at all what you were saying. So could you just refresh me because you just asked me a question and now I don't remember. Are you kidding me? 
No, I'm not. I'm really not. We're leaving this too, Zach. This, don't touch this. This is this, this is this is the true part of our <laughs> That's right. day Okay, today. I remember. I remember. We were talking oh, about okay. nurturing. See, look, you look just at, needed a minute. Look at God. Look yeah. at God. He brought it back to me. Okay. So, <laughs> um, I want to, I want to just have like a brief caveat here. When we're talking about nurturing and loving people and all the things this, again, I don't want this to be confused, um, with business being soft. Like your business does not have to be soft. Corey and I talk a lot when we were in our retreat and when we're coming up with our mastermind, we've built in a lot of talk about the masculine and feminine energy, which can sound like so woo, except for it's legitimate. And we, (laughs) we like, we, um, have poured a lot of time into those particular thoughts just kind of wading through all of those thoughts on the two different types of energy. And I will say that it does not have to be business does not have to be cutthroat. It doesn't have to be angry. It doesn't have to be sharp. It can be soft. It can be um, kind. It can be light. It can be beautiful, all the things. But what I will tell you is that building a business is like creating a friendship with someone. And if somebody is toxic, like crazy and they make you nuts and they just complain all the time, and they point out everybody else's flaws and they feel like they have to tear other people down to lift themselves up, you would never want to be around them. So Mm -hmm. consider businesses that you see do that. Um, And I'm not talking about in a playful, fun banter way, um, because there have been some really, really funny businesses that skyrocketed, (laughs) especially in the pandemic. Like, does anybody remember Amtrak? I think they had like a 14 year old controlling their social media platforms, or maybe it was just their Twitter account. And the stuff that he was posting was so funny. It was like roasting themselves, roasting some of the people who they were interacting with. It's the same as when you see like Wendy's and McDonald's going back and forth on their signs outside of their store and Wendy's is jabbing McDonald's because their ice cream machine never works. And then McDonald's is jabbing Wendy's because there ain't never anybody in line. And it gets funny because they can play to each other's weaknesses and make it make light of it. And, uh, but when you see somebody doing those things for real and they're being negative, it's like a bad egg. Y'all know what happened to Veruca Salt and Willy Wonka, right? She just went down to shoot. She went down to shoot. We had to get rid of that bad egg. Like she, you just don't want that. And you don't want people ever to be associating your name, your brand, your business, your service, your product with negativity and toxicity. And then also think about why people buy from you in the first place. Okay. When you're creating your marketing, when you're creating your verbiage and your copy, Think about your products and your service and how it can fit into categories um, for problem solving for people. Okay, there's we read an article on um, roster.com that talked a lot about some of the reasons that people are triggered to make purchases. And it's because, you know, either they need it. You know, if my kid blows out one more pair of shoes, I'm going to lose my (laughs) mind. He's 13 and he's already in a size 12. I'm like, what do we, where do we go from here? Um, I guess it's a 13 is what I'm saying, but they buy it because it's necessary or because it's convenient. There is a reason that they can, you know, market and sell Lunchables. Okay. It is a child's charcuterie board, but it is packaged and it's super convenient. You can just take it and it's a whole meal in a container, right? So they package, I mean, they, they sell things because it is necessary or because it's a convenience. And one of the other reasons why people are buying is FOMO. They have that fear of missing out. Um, They, you know, for instance, you're saying like, well, you know, this is only offered for this specific time. Um, Scarcity, um, you know, limited seating, um, you know, just the fear of, you know, everybody has this or is doing this and I don't want to miss out. Um, Or maybe it's that, you know, your offer is something that's really phenomenal that they need. And they're like, oh, if I don't buy right now, I have made those purchases, then I am going to miss out on that information. And she may not ever offer that program again. And oh, I don't want to miss out on it. I'm going to go ahead and snag it now. 
Right. Those are also like uh, Black Friday um, deals. <laughs> right, um, right, where there's a prospect uh, of a sale. <laughs> yes, right. like, let me get right. it. Right. So another reason that they mentioned is identity and belonging. This is also where influencer marketing comes in. People mm-hmm. want to be associated with with a brand that they love. If uh, you know, I'll just go back to Carlos Whitaker, who we talked about. If he comes uh, to where I am locally, if he came to Georgia and he was like, "Hey, I'm going to do a meet and greet," um, I love his brand. I would love to be a part of the magic that he's creating with his brand. Well, that's something where I'm like, okay, I want to be associated with that. I'm going to go pay for that. I'm going to be a part of that because it's really cool and I I can totally get behind what he's doing. And then the other thing is that um, people will purchase if it's going to better their happiness. Okay. So think about how, what you're doing, and I don't care what you're doing. Well, what you're doing. Did you just say that? (laughs) Tell your mama how she's doing. No. (laughs) Okay. Listen, this is so funny. There's this guy on Instagram and I don't know who he is, but I found it and he does the entire like Twilight movie, the first one and with a New Zealand accent. And he just does these like two minute clips and he's like, nar, nar, nar. And it is so funny. And so I just did that. And all I can picture is those clips in my head. That's what lives in my brain rent free right now. Y'all are, I'm, you're welcome. I, and <laughs> you're we, we want to know while we're, why we're on the struggle bus for today's <laughs> episode. No, mm. It is like a rave in there right now. Just in my brain. <laughs> With squirrels and all the thing, uh, and all the things. But um, well, you make me happy, yeah. Melissa. So bettering oh, their yeah. happiness. Well, I mean, well, there it is. There yes. we go. We're gonna tie it back. Exactly. There. Look at you. See, that's why you get yourself a friend. She'll get to complete your thoughts or remind you of what you're saying. But bettering, but bettering their happiness. And if you think about whether you are a plumber, that's somebody you're bettering their happiness by making sure their mm-hmm. house doesn't flood or they, you know, don't have to sit in sewage in their living room Hello, or they yes. have peace of mind when um, they're, you know, flushing a toilet or cutting on a sink. Or if you are a coach and you were going to help encourage somebody in their business, you're going to teach them a new technique that they don't know. We're going to give them tools to help work through and, uh, you know, certain aspects of their business. Or if it doesn't matter if you're a janitor, it doesn't matter if you own a movie theater, like whatever your business is, like, Thinking about how you want to be known and what you're going to contribute to someone's life, those are the things that you need to be marketing. You need to be letting them know it. We are done with the era of, hi, my name is Melissa and I have stuff. I'd like you to buy it. Like, that doesn't work. Mm-hmm. We don't do that. When I was a kid uh, in Athens, Georgia, um, there was a commercial series <laughs> about Do- Donna and Wolfman. Okay. And anybody that's local to Georgia that was a kid during the nineties is going to know exactly who I'm talking about. So I hope Wait, that did you say a kid you. in the, ni- did you say a kid uh, in the nineties? I did. Corey, we, we have established but, that you're no, you did not. We did. <laughs> if you were married and had kids in the nineties, then I'm just kidding. Stop it. Stop. I'm not that much younger than you. I just, mm. I, I really feel it sometimes. If, if you were a kid in the nineties, God, love it. Okay. Love I'm it. sorry. Continue. But, okay. Back to Wolfman and Donna, but they had a commercial about furniture and it was so flat, but it was so funny it was the best commercial he had a giant beard and he at the end he'd be like we have this three-piece bedroom set blah 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 and then she would be like we have a four-piece bathroom set blah 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 and they would I don't know what any of those are but they they would talk and then um at the end he'd go s for the wolf man and she would step in front of him and go no s for donna and it was so funny it was like i i like and you still remember it me, oh, i still like, remember like it, it's remember. impactful it's impactful it is. but if that commercial aired today it would be completely forgotten. Okay. It was only right. memorable because there were so many, you saw it, it became ingrained in your head. Um, also like my, um, superhuman, like 
ability is that I can memorize commercials and it's, it doesn't help me at all in any life <laughs> thing at all, but it's just life skill. But we have to, we have to market, we have to sell, we have to talk to people differently than we used to is what I'm right. saying. And I will say Corey and I coming from a business background, that's like over a decade and a half long, like this is my 17th year in business. I uh, am seeing a resurgence of the things that happened when I first started, where it was yes. all about in-person networking. It was all yes. about in-person marketing, in-person referrals. And so, you know, a lot of people who are up and coming in business, it's been mostly based online, but you guys, we've already talked about the noise in that space. Well, the pendulum is swinging. The pe- And I say this all the time. I used to watch it happen in education because I am that old and I was there for several pendulum swings. Same thing in business. I've been in business long enough to watch the pendulum swing. It's swinging back to more in-person and relationship building. And you have to be make that a part of your marketing. I will also say, talking about bettering their happiness, I was just thinking about the fact that we took our dogs to a local, um, uh, like to a kennel. It's called, a, they call it a ranch. And um, one of the, their marketing pieces is that they send you pictures pictures, um, like just, you know, pictures on your phone every day of your dogs playing in the play yard. And can I tell you that like talking about making you, you happy as a, as a dog mom, opening up that. And actually my husband would say, have you gotten a picture of the dogs today? Text them. Ask man, him, I got a picture of his dogs. I'm like, <laughs> you are off. But as soon as they would come through, you could hear the girls. Cause we were away for the weekend with our girls. You could hear the girls and Kevin and myself. I'll be like, Oh, look at these babies. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, they have bettered our happiness by taking care of our dogs, doing a simple thing in their marketing, which is one of the things that I was like, Oh yeah, I'm sold. I want pictures of my dog every day. Then, um, they actually delivered great pictures of our dogs every day and say how they're doing. They're doing great. They say, to, you know, tell mom hi. And then I have showed those pictures to everybody I know here locally. And I have talked about it with anybody that would listen because they bettered my happiness in what they marketed and then actually what they delivered. Um, so it's, it's important, y'all. It's important. It is. And okay. I hope that through all the laughing and me forgetting words and Corey's stomach talking to us <laughs> that you can remember uh, just a couple of highlights from today's episode. It's all about, you know, using your marketing when you are creating offers so that you are building a seat, a, a, ta- a long table at wow, there's words. You know what? We're just going to leave that too. I don't care. Um, All about building an extra long table with lots of seats so that you're welcoming people in. You're going to be focusing on growing a community, not just growing an audience. And you're going to build people into your storyline because those relationships are going to be what stands the test of time. You're going to be nurturing. You're going to be kind. You're going to be the kind of business that people want to support. And then you're going to bottom line, tell people that what you have is for sale. Make sure that that's the part of your pitch. Make sure that that is included in your marketing there. We got, we got through it. Corey, we did it. did it. That is our episode today. Thank you so much for listening. We do want to tell you about our Business Reboot Mastermind that's starting January 4th. We've still got a couple of seats open and we would love for you to join us and sign up so that we can support you in your business in 2023. This mastermind is six full months of mindset and strategy work aimed at helping you grow your business, align yourself with purpose, make more money, and have more time building the life that you love. You can find out more on our website at businessrebootforcreatives.com or slip into our DMs on Instagram at businessreboot. Thank you so much. Have a fantastic day. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week.